It's time for Cerrito Live. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Mariah here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. I'm back in studio this week. This March madness continues. Manziel madness. Still waiting to start, actually. <laughs> Unless you were at Brookhaven Pub last night, apparently. Laddie from down the queue says he, there were some Manziel sightings in Brookhaven Circle last night. As he gets ready to uh, maybe come off the bench today at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. It's the most star-studded express game in the history of the franchise today. Johnny Mansell and Steve Spurrier will be out there. And it looks like Mother Nature doesn't want to cooperate at all with that. But that is happening. Orlando Apollo's in town. Today we've got Elite Eight games going on. we got an action-packed edition of this program coming up in hour number two of course it's the wrestling hour it was off last week due to march madness that we only had an hour show but wrestling talk back this week as we were on the road to wrestlemania next weekend is wrestlemania weekend on the show today kenny herzog uh, who is a freelance wrestling writer who writes for the ringer he is his, his work for the ringer he's been doing to preview wrestlemania has been unbelievable if you're not reading it even if you're a casual wrestling fan you need you can really if you're going to a wrestlemania party next week you want to if you just watch WrestleMania every year uh, as part of your wrestling fix, or you go to a party, whatever. You need to check out these articles from Kenny Herzog, but he'll be here to help us preview WrestleMania. They announced this week that the women's match will go on last for the first time in the history of the event. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky Lynch will all be in the ring to close the show in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium next Sunday. So we'll talk about that. Also in studio, Anthony Sane. Anthony Sane from the Memphis Flyer now. He is Kevin Leip's replacement, replacement, and he is one of the most outspoken uh, folks on Twitter um, about Grizzlies wrestling night. So I invited him in studio so we can kind of, finally, I mean, last week was the final Grizzlies wrestling night. I'm, they've had almost as many Grizzlies wrestling nights as WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania 35 uh, this year. Wrestling nights are finally over, over there at FedEx Forum. Uh, they had six of them this year, and we're going to um, break it down, unpack it, see exactly is is this something is should there be more wrestling nights next year, or w- will there even be any wrestling nights next year? We'll talk with Anthony Sane from the Memphis Flyer about that coming up during the wrestling hour. But we do start every week talking about what we will remember from the past seven days in Memphis sports. We do so with Local 24 sports reporter and anchor. She's also the co-host of the Still Not Engaged podcast. She guest hosted this show last week. Her name is Jessica Benson, and she joins me now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you. He's a friend of mine. Yes, yes, I am. And he goes by the name... Welcome back. Oh, thank you. You were you were much missed last week. We we tried to do you justice. <laughs> y'all did a great job last week. If y'all missed the show, you can go back and listen to the audio. It's up on the Cerrito Live podcast feed. But Jessica hosting with 
her boyfriend, not her fiance, Chris Luther uh, from Action News 5. Y'all did a, a, a good job holding down the fort last week. We'll have to have you back again soon if you're willing to do it because I always appreciate yeah. it. And he'll still be my boyfriend, not my fiance. So <laughs> I'm just hoping. No, no need for new uh, new branding or anything. Yeah, I, I just want him to propose during one of these guest host stints. On That's the what show. I'm pushing for, yeah. Yeah. Uh, missed, missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Another one, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jessica Benson from Local 24 uh, joining us. We, she joins us every week. It was a very good podcast. Go back, listen to that. Also, subscribe to her podcast, which I know a new episode dropped this week. I haven't got to that one and just yet, but uh, still not engaged is the name of her podcast that she hosts with Chris Luther. So if you enjoyed last week's show, you will definitely enjoy their podcast. It is so much fun. Uh, still not engaged. You get that wherever you get your podcast. Now, we're in the middle of March Madness. Memphis is out of it, but there is still there's still lots going on. There's still lots going on. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with talking some talking some hoops, or do you want to talk about uh, Johnny Manziel? Because I, I Manziel Madness. Did I hear you correctly? Did you say there was a spotting at Brook in Brookhaven? That's the report from Q1075's Laddie uh, is saying that there were reports that he arrived at Brookhaven Pub last night at 11.52 p.m. Okay, I left Andrew Michael's Italian Kitchen last night, which is right around the corner, at about like 11.30, and Brookhaven Pub was popping. Like, the people I was with were like, what's that place down the street? And it was it was pretty wild, so that would be crazy. If he was a part of that. Yeah, if anybody was I'm there. So last, close uh, yet so far from. Yeah, oh yeah, you were just. South. I mean, that's what life's all about in Memphis right now. And that is what we will remember from this little stretch at Memphis Sports. If there's anything we're going to remember from March 2019, right? It's, it is, there's seriously, like right now in Memphis, you've got Johnny Manziel hanging out with Chandler Parsons. You got Johnny Manziel going to uh, Brookhaven Pub on a Friday night, the night before he's supposed to be. Yeah, it's for, before game day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know it's perfect that the that the uh, Alliance of American Football plays on Saturdays, right? You know, he's you know I'm they sure he's got his Saturday Friday this time. They had Sunday last week, so to his credit, like maybe he forgot which which day of the weekend there was a game. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's, but anyway, it's part of his routine. It, uh, he plays. We know better on Saturdays than he ever did on Sundays true it's more his speed maybe uh today is the day it's a star-studded day at, at liberty bowl more state like really like when when like i don't and we've got to let this set 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 in here jessica like you've got to think about it like have you have, have, have come to the realization of what's happening today that johnny manzel and steve spurrier will both be at the at liberty bowl memorial stadium the only two heisman winners in the aaf oh really right. that is a great yeah. stat yeah so no, I think it's it's so cool. It's the two biggest faces, I would argue. I mean, obviously, Johnny Manziel at this point is the most notable player in the AAF, and I would argue that Steve Spurrier is not the biggest name, the most mm, like loud name. Like people know who he is, and his personality kind of goes hand in hand with what he did as the old ball coach and right. everything that goes with that. So you have two big personalities along with two big figures in the football world coming together to Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. The only problem is Johnny Manziel's not starting. So <laughs> And it might no. rain. And it might and, rain. And it might oh my gosh, the forecast. Let me put on my meteorologist hat for a second and uh pull up the old oh. iPhone forecast here. We're we going we're going live to Jessica's smartphone. 
Jessica. A hundred percent chance of rain oh, at no. three p.m. No, no. This is supposed yeah. to. If there was ever going to be a day, like the, even they can overcome the idea that Johnny Manziel may not play. We know for sure Steve Spurrier is going to coach unless whoever runs the Orlando Apollos is as stubborn and as as the head coach, Mike Singletary, of the Memphis Express and decides today Spurrier is not going to coach the team. We don't need Spurrier to coach the team. Somebody else is a better X's and O's coach than Steve Spurrier. He's past his prime. He's not good. No, they know that. They know Spurrier should be out there on the sideline. He's coaching every game for the Apollos. Like, what What if, seriously, the Apollos hired Steve Spurrier as, like, the assistant coach? It's like, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, not going to play. He's the receiver's coach. It's fine. Like, he's, he's not going to, like, the offense, like, put him, he's got to be the coach. And Manziel should be the quarterback. But last week was a disaster as far as, that's the most disastrous win you can have, right? It was about as, like, much of a circus bad direction it could have gone. Like, I'm watching it, and... So for people who did not follow the Manziel roller coaster ride of last Sunday's game, they start with Brandon Silvers, their quarterback, who will be, not to spoiler alert, will be their starting quarterback today. Brandon Silvers starts. Johnny Manziel gets in for his first series in the in the second quarter, and uh, you know he leads them down. They end, it ended with a missed field goal, but he was he was fine. He was capable. He threw one pass perfect pass that was dropped and then another nice one and uh his first snap he ran it on a qb keep looks like his legs still work solid analysis there and then they went back to brandon silver for the end of the half and this poor guy gets booed at the livery bowl i mean he is being rained down with booze chance of we want johnny there's this giant Johnny Manziel fathead that, like, haunts my dreams now. And Chandler Parsons is there. You don't want to get booed by Chandler Parsons. Like, that's a, that's a bad Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and then the second half starts, and we end up ending the game with Brandon. So Johnny Manziel stayed in, started the second half, and then they're down. I forget how many they were down by. Whatever, they're in a hole. And Singletary goes back to Brandon Silvers, and Brandon Silvers leads the Memphis Express on this kind of miraculous comeback. They go to overtime. He throws a touchdown pass in overtime. Bada boom, bada bing. Express win. Johnny Manziel's first game in the AAF. A giant comeback quarterback-led win. Only he's not the quarterback who did it. So it's Brandon Silvers. And after the game, Mike Singletary said that Brandon Silvers will be the starting quarterback going forward unless something crazy happens. In my opinion, that crazy happens thing is that you remember Johnny Manziel is on your roster and you're trying to sell tickets and you're trying to get people to watch these games and people want to know what Johnny Manziel is doing. But to, to be fair and to get people excited to watch this game here this afternoon, I mean, it is expected that there will be more packages for Johnny Manziel. We will see him in more series. We'll see just way more of him than his kind of like sprinkle of Johnny Manziel last week. But uh, Brandon Silvers will still be the starter. So that has, I, I was in my, I go to like my Orange Theory workout classes on Monday mornings. And it's usually just like a dead silent waiting room. No one talks to each other. No one wants to be there. Like who wants <laughs> to work out in the morning? And Every single person in that 
waiting room was talking about Johnny Manziel. There was a handful who had been at the game who had gone strictly to see Johnny Manziel, and and everyone else was saying, "Oh well, now now I have to get out there. I have to go see Johnny football. That's so cool. There's finally a reason to go to Express Games." And then I'm like the awkward Debbie Downer in the corner, and I'm like, "Well, you know, he's not starting." next week and it was like the air was sucked out of the room and they were like why so from the outsider perspective it's obviously not a super popular move to stick with Brandon Silvers I also understand I mean Mike Singletary is kind of he's like the old school coach approach to all of this he doesn't want the stick he doesn't want like the gimmick to be the reason that people are coming to the game he wants to win games and last week Brandon Silvers won them a game so what are you going to do pull the guy who went in there and helped you win. No, you're going to stick with him. But unfortunately, this is the AAF, not the NFL or a college football game that means a, a whole lot. It's a league that's trying to continue to figure out exactly its place, to figure out if it's going to survive. That's another thing that happened this week. You know, there's, could this be the last Memphis Express game of the year? I personally don't think so. But uh, earlier this week, Tom Dundon, who's the league's majority owner, he's the guy who came in and like saved the ship and invested $250 million in the league. He said, trying to kind of force the hand of the NFLPA to allow young players on NFL rosters to come to the AAF, he said if the NFL doesn't give them those players, then they're looking at their options, which includes folding. So that got everyone talking. Oh, is this league not even going to survive its first season? I think it will 100% survive its first season at, at least what happens down the road is, is unknown, but for a league that's trying so hard to survive and to make a name for itself, you have Johnny Manziel on a roster and those are the kind of players that people want to see good, bad, ugly in between, whatever. If you're a football fan in general, you have some sort of a pulse on Johnny Manziel and his story and you want to tune into that. And so his name is Johnny like, Football. <laughs> his name is Johnny Football, and you're in you're, you're in the midst of March Madness, where everything is basketball, basketball, basketball. And last week, when Johnny Manziel entered the game, you had people legitimately change their channels from basketball to AAF football, <laughs> which it's a it's a hard thing to do this time of year. Now today, I don't think the game conflicts with any of the Elite Eight games tonight, but still, if you want people to go out of their way to watch. Johnny football is the way to go. They, they've moved today's game. It was, I believe, on the NFL network. They have moved it to TNT. So it is on the same channel that many people's televisions may already be on because of March Madness. Don't even have to change the channel. Have to How change easy channel. is that? Exactly. But what, so I guess the question is, what is wrong with Mike Singletary? What is wrong with this guy? I think, I think he's trapped in a situation that he's not exactly built for. Like, this is a guy who is truly just a by-the-book, like, old-school coach. I mean, first of all, he's a defensive-minded guy, so probably having this, like, flashy quarterback in his presence isn't something that is truly getting him super, like, goosebumpy. But I just think that he is so by-the-book that he doesn't want to make this into, like, the Manziel circus. But unfortunately for him, everyone else, Everyone else has bought a ticket to come see the elephant, and you can't have the elephant like sitting in a tent in the back while that's what everyone came to see uh, he for has, the big show. Yeah. 
because you would think like you know there's this hap- like if this was happening in NBA NFL you know like even happened in Memphis when when uh, Allen Iverson towards the end of his career had his very short cup of uh, you know the very 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 uh, short little reign as a, a Memphis Grizzly. He didn't even play in Memphis, right? He was in a, a Grizzly for such a short period of time. He only played on the road. Lionel Hollins did not want him to be a part of the team, didn't feel like it would work. And and in, but that's the NBA that's the NBA, right? Like uh, the Grizzlies needed Allen Iverson maybe to sell some tickets, but they didn't need him to win. You look at you look at this scenario here where you've got Johnny Johnny football, but you can see, but at least Lionel Hollins, like from Lionel Hollins' perspective at that time, like he didn't want him to win. He didn't need him to win. Hollins wanted to win basketball games to keep his job, right? So if you get Allen Iverson playing, he didn't think he could win with Allen Iverson, keep his job as the coach of the Grizzlies with Allen He didn't want to play him. So Mike Singletary yeah. here doesn't want to play Johnny football. Because he wants to keep his job. He wants his job security. He wants to win games. Just like Lionel Hollins wanted to win without Allen Iverson. He wants to win, but he doesn't think he should be playing Johnny football to win because he wants to keep his job. But what he doesn't realize is if you want to keep your job, you need to play Johnny football because Johnny football keeps the league open and And then you can keep your job. If the league shuts down, you don't have a job. Exactly. So, Good deductive reasoning. <laughs> right. You've got to keep the league open. And it's a different – maybe Mike is listening here on his way to Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. But you got to play him to keep your job. It's a different way than we're used to. But you got to play Johnny football so the league keeps the lights on. And then the league's keeping the light on and they want Johnny football. You're going to – Keep your job, and then maybe if you're able to win, if you're a good enough coach and win with Johnny Football, then maybe you could get a better job down the line because all these games are going to be on national television. They're going to be on TNT, and everybody's going to be watching. These are high-profile victories. Especially as we move into this next period of time where you know, you're getting into that year other than baseball's opening day, but if you're not a baseball person, your, your basketball excitement is dwindling down. You've got some more time on your TV. You're you know, on a Saturday, Sunday afternoon, you're like, what am I watching? Oh, Johnny Manziel's playing? Oh, I'm watching that. That's what I want to see. I want to see him either go out and throw four touchdown passes and just crush it, or I want to see him go out and totally bomb. Like, it doesn't matter one way or the <laughs> Whatever other. Whatever he does. want to know what he's doing. And if he's capable of getting back to the NFL, that's what he said the whole time, is that he still believes he is good enough to play at the next level. Well, in order to see that, it would be great to see if he's capable of absolutely dominating at the AAF level. That would be a good first start. And if he's not playing constantly, you can't judge that. And you don't know where to go from there. Right. I mean, if, <laughs> I, but we just need to if, just pause for a minute, everybody, wherever you are, just, just, just take a minute. Soak in this moment because it is we are, we are living in, in just – I. I just for you, like I know you've been in Memphis for like two and a half, three years now. Like it's ever, ever since you got here. Like it's, it's everything just keeps getting. It's get, who knows what could happen, right? There's endless possibilities in Memphis. You never knew, right? You it's never so knew excited. when you moved. You moved here. I had no that, idea that this was this was at all possible. There's just no way. And and the, but right now we've got Johnny Manziel. We got the quarterback of a. There's a Memphis professional football team right now. The quarterback is Johnny Football. TMZ is writing stories every day about the quarterback of a Memphis football team. And you've got Steve Spurrier 
coming into the Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium, whether you're ranking how does his name, how is Spurrier's name? Spurrier, Spurrier was probably the biggest star in the entire league before Johnny Johnny Football, yeah. especially in the southern United States, right? In SEC country, Spurrier is, mm-hmm. is, is a household name. So I just, just take that today is like supposed to be such a great celebration, and it could be if the weather was cooperating and Mike Singletary were cooperating. But Mother Nature, Mike Singletary, they don't want this to work. They're out. teaming up. They're teaming up. They're in cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> but then and one more thing, just in terms of the Johnny Manziel excitement, just to either further it one step further. I mean, when all this stuff was going on midweek about the league potentially folding and, and what could happen there, you have Eminem, like Eminem, Eminem, tweeting about the league and suggesting that in-game fighting should be allowed for, to help with ratings. And you have Johnny Manziel quote tweet Eminem's tweet saying, I got you with a goat emoji. Not an actual You think goat. he wants to fight Mike Singletary? You think that's who he wants to fight in the game? <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be that would be a lot. But that obviously, I mean, it's like officials' worst nightmares if in-game fighting were to be allowed in the AAF. But just the fact that you have this exchange happening between Eminem and Johnny Manziel, again, the quarterback for the Memphis professional football team. And that's the conversation. I mean, everyone was tweeting about that Eminem tweet, and it even had Charlie Ebersole talking about expansion opportunities for the AAF in Detroit. And would Eminem be someone who would be interested in, in getting behind a Detroit team? It's just, it's crazy to me that Johnny Manziel is here in Memphis and yet, we're talking about all these things surrounding Johnny Manziel. We're not talking about Johnny Manziel starting today against Pittsburgh. Right, well, like on the field, like what everybody wants to do. Like it is, it is such a moment that yes, that's right. The quarterback of the Memphis professional football team is is tweeting at Eminem. Oh my goodness, this is uh, what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, precisely. But maybe the maybe the rain will hold off. Maybe Manziel will get in the game and, and, and lead them to a victory. How are the Orlando Apollos? Are they any good? They are very good. Oh, great. Yeah. It, would, they, be a, it would be a big win would, for yeah. the Express, who weren't with the win last week. The Express were not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. The, these are two teams that have the letter of the team as the big part of their logo, the O's versus the E's here. Um doing my breakdown of this game. I don't I don't know much else besides we know Spurrier's known for offense and we've got uh Singletary is known Singletary is known for 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 defense and and being anti-offense. Anti-Manzel. Man. <clears throat> All right, well anyway, hopefully he, hopefully we get to see some Manzel action today. Other things real fast. What can we remember from this week? Is there anything else? We this is going to be remembered as the Manzel era. Mike Conley became the new leading scorer of the Memphis Grizzlies. This was a statistic that I do often do like current event rounds at trivia. And uh, like asking questions, like, yeah. Do you know what's going on? I was like, this was like, oh, this is a perfect question. Ask about Mike Conley, and I had to like check, like, did he break the record yet? Because it was kind of something that was okay. That could happen tonight. He's thirty points away. Could happen tonight. He doesn't play. Could happen tonight. And so he finally did break the record this week, right? He is the leading all-time leading scorer in Memphis Grizzlies history. Yes, indeed. And more importantly than not more importantly than that, but he's just in great company with uh, who is it? LeBron James and Reggie Miller, the other one, right? You uh, know yeah, what I'm I believe saying? so. Yeah, I do believe okay, so. Okay, yeah. So who who lead their franchises in points, games, assists, 
and threes. So only three players in NBA have ever done that. And Mike Conley is one of them. So you have all these arguments about is LeBron the greatest of all time? And that is an argument I only get into with my not fiance boyfriend. But how about Mike Conley? Is he the greatest Memphis Grizzly of all time? And he may not be the greatest player, just strictly player, but his journey here in Memphis and what he's done as a Grizzly, I think especially coming off this season where he was very, very close to getting traded, the fact that he could stick around, he could get this accomplishment at home against the Warriors in front of fans at FedEx Forum. Unfortunately, it was a loss. That was the only thing that didn't really go well with it. But it's just cool to see him kind of cement himself. And to pass Mark Gasol, too, his, his friend and long, long, long-time teammate. And now he gets to hold that all to himself. So it just speaks volumes for what he's been able to do. And I know he's very much appreciated here. And we'll see uh, if he's back next year. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a, a positive of Mike Conley's extra stay, right? His few extra nights with the Grizzlies. And and goes back to to something I've always said is that the the NBA should just take off these two weeks. They shouldn't be playing. Like this this happened in the middle of March Madness, barely uh, noticed, right? Like this should be a blip on the radar. But they they definitely should not play on Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays during these two weeks of March I Madness. I like that idea. That's they, great because I've been in the office and I've had to have one of my TVs on the Grizzlies, and I love your Grizzlies, but like it was tough. It was a hard balancing act. College football and the NFL seem to work together pretty well on on not conflicting in, in their yeah. in their big moments and like the just these four. And I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the perfect solution. Right, it would make sense. You just do your All Star break around here, but when would you put the All Star game on? You could put it on a Monday night, right. but then you have All Star Saturday night. Where does that yeah. go? That becomes the big issue. Uh, but uh, it would be cool and even more madness to the march if if the All Star break came around around this time of year. One thing that uh, we may remember from this week, I'm going to try to forget, is this controversy with Jerry Snow Cones. I'd like to forget it, too, because I really like Jerry Snow Cones. <laughs> They're so good, right? Amazing. They're my favorite. Oh my, one of my favorite finds since moving to Memphis. I'd never had a snow cone with ice cream in it before. Amazing. It's pretty good, huh? Uh, Jerry's, Jerry's is unbelievable. The controversy, did you guys cover this for over there at, at Local 24? Was this top story? I don't know. I was off. When it happened, I'm not sure if it made the news or not. I hope it didn't. I hope I hope it did not. It's it's just the 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 worst of social media is what it looks like to me. I'm not. I missed it when it started. You were off work. I didn't really see how it started except I just saw people. They were some people who were angry at Jerry's and other people saying, "Don't be angry at Jerry's." But apparently, they tweeted a picture of a, they have a UT orange shirt. I believe it's got the, the the dog like in the background of the shirt. So it's a very UT shirt. And some Memphis fans got mad and flooded their social media with 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 comments like how dare you know, you know, how dare you have a Tennessee shirt it in was Memphis, Tennessee. Worst. Yeah. It was the worst of social media. It was just essentially people saying, like, if you're a true Tigers fan, you will ban Jerry Snow Cones for life because they posted a picture of a t shirt, an orange t shirt. Is that that is what is wrong with people? Here's the thing that I will say from an out an outsider now insider yes. of Memphis. Like Memphis is such a proud proud to the nth degree city, 
And I've never seen a city quite like it in terms of like wanting to ban things that are like Knoxville, Nashville, UT related, or just getting angry about people who like, if I were to say, if I were to report on the vault in some capacity, non-Memphis related, I will get people who tweet back and say, no one cares here. Why are you, why are you reporting on this? But when I moved here, I was told that you have to report on it because there is such a big SEC population in Memphis. So same thing goes for, I know, like the commercial appeal went through a lot where when their headquarters got moved over to Nashville, there were some like automatic tweets and such about UT stuff and they just got hammered for it. So like Memphis wants nothing. There, there is a contingency of people in Memphis that want absolutely nothing to do. Probably don't even want the color orange to be allowed to be weared in city limits. <laughs> um, but then there's also, I know out there, there is a group of Vols fans in Memphis and Ole Miss fans in Memphis and Mississippi State fans in Memphis. So it's this weird balancing act to figure out like what's an appropriate amount to touch on these stories that aren't, you know, Memphis Tigers related or just Memphis, Memphis related. So I, it's weird. It's a, it's a hard thing to figure out. And I still kind of like tiptoe on the, on the crosswalk from time to time, not knowing if I'm doing too much or too little. But I think this Jerry Snowcone story just like perfectly encaps- encapsulates it because like don't mess with it. They, out of it. they they post on social media a picture of a UT Orange shirt that they sell because there are UT fans. I mean, they're going to sell it if, if, if people aren't going to buy it. Exactly. The, the UT fans who are also Jerry Snow Cones fans. But this just like this divisive boycott. Not everybody's going to be a fan of your team. Like this is bananas to me. Like how? Yeah. Like. I know, like, politics is covered like sports these days, you know, and it feels like this team mentality and sometimes, I guess, can bleed over and people can are so confused on, like, they think sports uh, is politics and politics is sports. I mean, Jerry Stokones is selling an orange shirt. They, they're they they're not defunding Special Olympics over here. Like, you should And like, it's not like they're, like, throwing ice on the Tigers' court trying to get... Right, trying to get the to Tigers flip. to lose. They're not trying to sabotage yeah. the Memphis Tigers. Exactly. If, they, if they were trying to do that, then maybe you could be like, well, that's not right now. that's You shouldn't be sabotaging the home team. That's But to, so the idea that you live in Memphis, Tennessee, which is a, a, a melting pot of SEC fans that... The, that move here after college from the college towns to the big city in the bright lights of, of Memphis and, and, and put themselves in and, you know, become part of the community here. And they're still going to be fans of their other team. They might be still be fans of that, but whether we like it or not, we are in Memphis, Tennessee. And I, you know, wherever I go, it's, it is weird to me uh, when I travel. I, I'm a University of Memphis graduate. I do not like that. I'm not you know, going to be the biggest fan of orange colored stuff uh, being around. I don't want to say, I don't, you know, don't like it when I see my, my, uh, my niece wearing a UT outfit, but I deal with it. But they, like, this is just somebody else who there, – there's other sports. They sell a Tiger shirt, too, number one. So they could get a Tiger shirt or a Tennessee Vol shirt. And there's so many stores that sell all – I, I, I cannot understand. And if you did this, shame on you. If you were if you were tweeting or boycotting or saying that Jerry Snow Cones uh, needed to be uh, 
shut down or refuse that you should not go eat their delicious snow cones because they have a Tennessee volunteer shirt. Like you need to take a strong, hard look at yourself in the mirror. here. (laughs) You need to get a snow cone, make yourself feel better, and then think about your actions. The the whole concept of sports is people are fans of different teams. I mean, they forced (laughs) them to shut down their social media accounts. Like that's how bad it was. I I just don't know. Holly Whitfield, regular on this show from the I Love Memphis blog, this is what she tweeted she, uh, yesterday about it. She said, Memphis is home to both University of Memphis and the University of Tennessee uh, Health Science. So that's another in- yeah, that's good point. Another good I mean, point. Great point. These, the, we've got the University of Tennessee Health Science Center is here. You know, the, 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 the UT Dental School in the state of Tennessee, I mean, it's here. Like if you, if, you are, if you live wherever you live in the state of Tennessee and you want to go to uh, dental school in this state, you have to come to Memphis and you go to the University of Tennessee uh, here, even though John Calipari for many years would say that that should be absorbed as part of the University of Memphis, that that wasn't right, that that was UT. We should we should own that as a Memphis school. Another story. But Memphis is home to, to those alumni from from both schools, uh, from their multiple campuses across Tennessee, uh, and they choose Memphis at that's their home. I'm not a UT fan, but what's the point of overwhelming a local business with online hatred because they offer two colors of shirts? Like Jerry's is a is a Memphis institution. It's one of the reasons the city is better than Knoxville. If you want to, you can just embrace it. And people from Knoxville can come here and they can eat a snow cone. And they can have something good to say about Memphis when they go back to Knoxville. They can say, hey, wow. I didn't know a lot about Memphis, but then I went and had Jerry snow cones. And let me tell you, you should go to Memphis and have a Jerry snow cone. Oh. Maybe a slight stretch, but no, no, it's a, no. I think it would be something that they I, absolutely it's a I mean, positive. They would take back to the right. other side of the state that feels too far away in terms of connection between the two. And at the end of the day, like we're all in the state of Tennessee. I know sometimes it doesn't we feel like that. It. We, it <laughs> it's often doesn't for- feel like it. But this yeah. is Tennessee, and the, the idea that they would sell a shirt for what is the the school that is named after the state, whether you like it or not, yeah. that's that's the one, and they're going like uh, that is shame shame on you seriously. Anybody not you, Jessica, obviously. But and anybody- I'm not no, but I'm not. I was mad at myself because Chris and I were actually. I, I'm not making this up. We had every intention to go to Jerry's on Wednesday. We wanted to go. And we saw everything that was happening, and we said, let's just save it for next week. <laughs> let's, go, let's go next week. It is, and we should have just gone and shown our support for Jerry Snowcone. So if Jerry of Jerry Snowcones is listening, we'll be there on Wednesday. I hope, yeah, I hope we uh, forget about this very soon, and I hope any Memphis fan out there listening. Like, this is like one of my favorite, favorite places to get breakfast in Midtown, Bob's Barkstell. And Bob, Bob, unfortunately, passed away a, a few years ago. But he was a big Tennessee fan. You go there to eat, and like half one side of the menu is all to like Tennessee orange. There's Tennessee orange stuff everywhere in there. But I'm like, that's just what you know. He was a fan of Tennessee. You can be that's what he likes. That's what he wants to do. But there's also you know pictures of of uh, Jerry the King Lawler on the wall and other Memphis celebrities. Like it's it's being in Memphis does not. Uh, t- we're still in Tennessee right now, unfortunately. And even for it's still just in life where people have different fans. I, mean, I would love fans. for there to be a USC 
snow cone place in Memphis, <laughs> but like unfortunately, I can't find one. <laughs> it's not like it's the on campus like there's an on campus Jerry snow cones, and this is they're selling yeah, no, the new no, T-shirt no. at the on campus snow cone shop. Neutral, neutral territory. Everything's up for grabs. What is Ow, wrong with my toe in anger? <laughs> right, you stop, stop being so so mad at people who like different things than you. And the whole concept of sports, there are 64 teams in this tournament. How many teams are that go in the March Madness tournament now? 64? Like, 64. Like, there, the reason this all exists because there's people who like different teams. And then they, yep. there's got to be merchandise available. Everybody in Memphis can only sell blue stuff. That is bananas. I can't, yep. I this. oh, I can't believe this was a, this was a thing. And An I, actual thing. I am, I am ashamed, uh, at, <laughs> really, at Memphis fans. We have better things to do. Jerry Snowcones is just trying to sell us delicious snow cones. And just trying to make your summer better when it's 150 degrees or feels like it. Which it might humidity. be. Yeah, that, who knows? Like the next Memphis Express home game could be like 100 Yeah, and you can go from being like, oh, it's too cold to go to, nope, I'm not sitting in that humidity. <laughs> All right, I've got to get a snow cone today. Jessica, thanks for, for uh, filling in last week, and thanks yeah. for your time today. We went a little bit over. I will talk to you no next problem. Saturday. Thanks, Jessica. Everybody watching tonight deal. on television, uh, Local24, at Local24, Jessica is her Twitter. We'll be right back right after this. You are listening to Sarita Live here on Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. We've got some in-studio guests here today to uh, to settle a dispute. We're going to find out who the real true founder of Memphis Comedy Festival is here in just a couple of minutes. We have Katrina Coleman back with us in studio. Hey, Katrina. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? The, I'm great. How are you doing? Uh, the, are you the, uh, did you win funniest person in memphis again in the memphis flyer or the best comedian or whatever that prize again is uh yeah you win that every year it's a you're the years. huey burger you're becoming the huey burger that's why i'm the huey burgers uh people who don't even have never even seen me do stand-up i think just vote my name because they recognize it but like i'm fine with it i'm i'm fine with it well of course you're winning an award every year mostly i just want to go to the flyer party they always provide drinks and food <laughs> it's a great party every year with the Memphis Flyer. Nathan Hiller also in studio. First Good time morning. on the show, I believe. Yeah, hey, first time on the show. And they're with Memphis Comedy Festival. Memphis Comedy Fest, the funniest weekend in Memphis. A four-day stretch starting next Thursday on April the 4th. It happens in the first quarter of every single year. It is WrestleMania week uh, this year, uh, starting right um, around the corner here. So, okay. I joked at the beginning. Which one of y'all really did found, was the founder of this festival? Uh, that me? would be me. Uh, me. Nope. I came up with the idea. No. And then I uh, came to you and you I said. You called me on the phone. Exactly. And I said we should have a festival. No, you said we should have a show for a whole weekend. And I said we should call it a festival. Nathan. Katrina. This is inappropriate. We're on the radio. Well, we're let... going to finally, we're going to get this out in the air. Look, this is, this is a battle that's gone on for a very long time. Uh, just let a woman have a thing. Please. I'm a Jew, and uh, we've we can establish that uh, Jews have been oppressed for almost six thousand years. 
women have been oppressed for as long as there have been women. Nathan, stop and it. And there have been Jewish women as well. <gasps> uh, let, I can name many Jewish female comedians. Did you say female? Did you just call Ladies, them females? I, I'm not going to win that argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can agree. That it is at, the best Walmart, festival. And, and, and Nathan gave me a call. We realized that we had a theater for the weekend. And we did it the first year with just... Wait, so the idea really did happen over the telephone between the two of y'all? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, oh, well, let's reenact this. Let's go. So we who had, called who? What happened? What is this? We actually... We had Bring. a... Bring! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I vividly remember being in the frozen foods aisle in the West Memphis Walmart, where I spent most of my time. Uh, and I was standing... <laughs> you were really in West Memphis Walmart? <laughs> I was standing... I think I was standing on the porch of, uh, of uh, the, uh, our friends, the Klein's house, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and sitting on uh, sitting on their porch and going, I think we should have a festival. Or, or we get we have this the we have theater works uh, for a weekend, and we should uh, throw a bunch of shows. Yeah, theater works never like opens up in their schedule, but we knew someone who uh, Larry Clark was intending to do a show, but he couldn't get everything together to really pull off that one man show like he wanted. So there was an unexpected free space, and uh, we had the Rose Club, which I did found. So like, yeah, you did. That was mine. Yes, uh, which we got together as comics to try to do like roast. To just you're on you're on the porch, um, like a midtown porch. Yeah, it's late at, at night. It's like ten thirty at night. Ten thirty at night. You're mm-hmm. shopping at Walmart in West Memphis in mm-hmm. the frozen food section. Remember what you were what you were there for? Just your. It just. I imagine it was food. peas. Peas. I'm imagining peas. There was probably a sale on hot pockets. That's that's really that's more. Definitely style. hot pockets. But really I'm hot. well. Peas would have you know, you could have used to you know. Nathan actually did this really cool thing where he. Uh, He's Nathan. As long as he and I have worked together, he's really good at walking me around what he wants me to do. But he knows if I think it's my idea, then I'll go for it. So he sort of gently guided me around. That's what really happened. He was like, "We have it for the whole weekend. We could do a show or a couple of shows in a really uh-huh. festive way." So I could say, "I have the best idea. Let's do a festival." And that's really what happened. We it's, uh, it's a great yeah. Yeah, it's a great reality show strategy that people <laughs> try to do on reality shows. Try to convince people to like that's oh that's a great idea. We should vote that person. Yeah, off. apparently I'm uh, what Chrisley uh, or whatever his name Chrisley, is. Chrisley, like Chrisley from Chris, I'm Chris, yes. from the show that comes on after wrestling. Right after wrestling, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so this is what a what a hell of an origin story this is. I mean. Like, <laughs> The, and chills, like. Yes, this could be the next big franchise that Disney buys up the uh, com- comedians. It's the next Avengers. <laughs> but the <laughs> we've been together for eight years now. Doing yeah, it. I know because many most of the Avengers they they were not born with uh, their powers. They like acquired them through like you know some crazy event happening. So were you were y'all born with this idea or was this? <laughs> <laughs> did you get bit by some mosquito, a radioactive mosquito in Midtown Memphis? Uh, I was uh, I uh, I was brokenhearted and divorced and uh, and had to do something and so comedy uh, became that thing and then uh, and then I found these guys and uh, I uh, drove for the Rose Club and the festival because I was in a real bummer of a marriage yeah so I think tragedy is comedy's radioactive spider exactly oh well there you go <laughs> they the founders of Memphis Comedy Fest are here. They were debating the origin. I think they can agree. They're they can, co-founders. Is that yes. what we're going to settle with? Katrina Coleman and Nathan Hiller in studio. Memphis Comedy Festival is 
is next week. I, I go, it's, it's just great. It's really the festival was born at a time as well where it was the festival boom, really, right? The bubble has burst finally and yeah. uh, it has settled. The, the true, uh, the quality remains. <laughs> and what is standing and still here is Memphis Comedy Festival. Um, most of the food festivals have uh, started and, and, and disappeared, but Memphis Comedy Festival still going strong. Let's go through this lineup real quick. Thursday opening showcase. What does that mean? Uh, well, we have uh, we have we have uh, three uh, four showcases. Excuse me. Um, we've got the opening showcase on uh, on Thursday. Um, and and that's just literally it's just going to be just regular stand up yeah regular stand up comedy. Um, over we've got it. comics in from all over the country, and we have lots of different uh, thematic shows for them to do. But we gave them lots of opportunities just to do like their regular stand up. Showcase yeah. means stand up. That's usually yes. what I, I I try to attend because you get comedians coming in from Chicago, right? New York, California, and Memphis, of course, as Atlanta, well. Atlanta, yeah, all over the country, really. And open mic. So can anybody grab the open mic during the PNH open mic on Thursday? Absolutely. Sign up will be uh, beforehand. And then uh, uh, we do uh, we do give on this open mic, we give uh, preference to our out of town comics so that they have a chance to get to get that. But also, if anyone's can. considering open the, mic, I would not recommend doing it in on a night that we have 30 of the best comics we could find. <laughs> like, just give it a shot next week. Yeah, but that happens every <laughs> Thursday night at the PH. and They that, have open mic every Thursday at PH. Yeah, yeah, every Thursday Jones night. Runs that one. And, okay, yeah. That, and, so that's cool because you also you say you want to give the opportunity to those comics, but it's also an opportunity for Mimpians to see those comics. Absolutely, too. absolutely. Uh, and that's our that's that's our uh, that's our big free show at the uh, at the PH. That's free. So that free, free on Thursday. Yes. Then then Friday there's the 420 show. Yeah, that's that starts at 420. That, that starts at 420. That is at 420. Yeah. And we got to shout out uh our so that's a high tone, but uh Josh McLean who runs a high tone kitchen is uh being very kind and uh, will be providing pizza. Yes, he's because uh, it's he's at our, 420. He's oh. our food sponsor oh, for really? that. The show uh, is at 420. Show. Yes. Sure. Pizza high, t- high tone pizza. That's yeah. correct. And he'll also be serving his full menu. That's Do we, so Then there's the Friday showcase, Brain Trust. What is that? That's a, that, I actually looked at that. That one seemed pretty cool. Yeah, it's That's a definitely your style. sci-fi and pop culture uh, uh, comedy game show. Yeah, it's uh, a quiz show from out of Little Rock with Michael yeah, Brown. Mike Brown, yeah. Awesome. I will say I've played that game before. It does get intense. I played with Josh McLean and Mo Alexander. And he has little buzzers, and I might have gotten upset and thrown their buzzers across the room. That I was gets, at that show, and that she did throw intense. that, throw those buzzers across so, the room. <laughs> definitely stop for that one if you like yes. trivia and uh, an angry, Comedy. angry comics. Yes. Uh, give me props. That's um, the uh, – so who, what is this, more of a Gallagher show or a Carrot Top show? Give me props. This is a uh, – it's, com- <laughs> it's a Carrot Top competition my uh, showcase. Showcase. The the comics have to they compete against each other by uh they're there's a bunch of uh props. There's another competition. A, yeah, they're given a prop and they have to incorporate it into their uh their comedy somehow, and then the audience and the comics vote to figure out whether or not uh, they do a bad job. They have to go to the doghouse. We have a literal doghouse on stage, and then if they and don't do well, and they have to they go the inside the the literal yeah. doghouse. Okay. And Mark Brumble uh, hosts that, which he was on here last week. Yes. We've got uh, we've got memphiscomedyfestival.com is the website. You can see the whole list of things. Of course, Friday night, closing with You Look Like, which we know about. That is Katrina's show, which is now on the LOL Network. Yes, yes, we're real proud of it. It's it's different than the live show, of course. It's only eight minutes long, but uh, we're super – it's releasing every Tuesday. We're definitely How do people watch that? So they can get a sneak peek and they can actually they can go, go to see the, the show live on yeah, the 5th. You can come see it live on the 5th, but you'd also go to the app. 
the web page LOL Network, and then there's a censored version on YouTube. And which you, nobody wants this. This show will be at the high tone. Your monthly show is at PNH. Yes. Is there going to be a regular show in April as well or no? Yes. Uh, that was actually on 420. Oh, it's going to, yeah, 420 is a Saturday this year. <laughs> I found out yesterday yeah. Memphis made having their, their so, hopped festival. I, I expect uh, that be a, you look like show to be, I, I don't Fun day in the day. park. Hopefully the weather cooperates. If our whole audience doesn't get arrested. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a, so many different. Uh, Things happen. It's really cool. That night Absolutely. we'll be able to feed all of our comics. We always feed our comics. All of our head sponsors are food. Uh, so the Purtles have been our sponsors since the very since beginning. the very beginning. So Friday night, all the comics get to eat Purtles. So Jack Purtles Chicken. Shout out to Jack Purtles Chicken. Saturday night that. they get to eat Rendezvous, and all through the weekend, beer uh, is assisted with by Wiseacre. So our festival literally runs on barbecue, chicken, and beer. Awesome. Shout out to Jack Pertle. I love Jack Pertle so much. I named my cat after it. We've got uh, the sat, uh, Saturday showcase. This week sucks tonight. Sounds fun. Uh, yes, that's a uh, that's a show out of I'm trying to remember uh, out of Phoenix, Arizona, uh, hosted by two comedians, Anwar Newton and Michael Turner, uh, and they discuss current events. And uh, it's it's just it's hilarious. Uh, they invite uh, comedians and uh, people up on stage and do uh, do a hilarious hour really great it's a very appropriate title for a, that type of show in Absolutely. 2019 and uh whew, maybe get them to cover this cherry snow cone stuff got me all i don't know it. if we could explain to out-of-towners how intense that debate is and why <laughs> like if we were to say to someone from phoenix arizona no you don't understand jerry snow cones put up an orange t-shirt they would go okay they would not. Wait, what happened? No, don't. I, we're no, not. Yeah, no. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We were actually talking before we came in. <laughs> yeah. There's the Saturday showcase. Black Nerd Power is presenting the headliner show. We talked about this last time, Katrina. You were on. This is a big get. Uh, a very funny um, lady coming in town to headline the Memphis Comedy Festival. Dulce Sloan. Dulce Sloan. What? Like if you have she's famous. Yeah, if you haven't what if you haven't heard of Dulce Sloan, uh, you got to check her out. She's uh, she's a correspondent on the Daily Show. She's uh, she's amazing. Uh, just you got to check her out. Uh, like we've gotten really good at getting headliners, but we've never gotten one so famous as this. Yeah, uh, we it's crazy. Yeah, all of our headliners uh, have uh, gone on to do some really big things, and I think that. Uh, what we've what we've got this year is somebody that's like uh like in that in that spot that's just about to explode like what huge. Nathan's trying to say is is she's not famous enough to be too expensive for us <laughs> <laughs> but she might be soon and yeah. we really like to get comics right as there. I don't know we we did have the amazing Jonathan's assistant headline one year that is true <laughs> Memphis Comedy Festival dot com. I I just saw that. I didn't know how did I not notice this on the schedule? You're having the roast of Harry Potter by character assassination. Yeah, they're out of Chicago and Louisville. And Louisville, the Louisville so have, shows like, coming in this year. Uh, it's actually yeah, it's actually a, a mix of the Louisville and the uh, the uh, Chicago mm-hmm. show coming in, and then they're bringing in uh, comics from off the festival to also uh, 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 it out. Uh, round out the the roast. They've been present for a couple of years. Last year, they did uh, the roast of Craig Brewer, Brewer, which we did get the blessing on. Uh, we sent him the video. He enjoyed it very much. 
I think he just likes They're doing the roast of Harry Potter for real. That's what this is. That is, yes, it is. They've done the roast of Elvis before, but this year they're going to do the roast of Harry Potter. It is not for kids. That's why it's after nine, uh, after eight thirty. But it is, it is, uh, it is a, uh, it is a, uh, it's going to be really, really funny. There's some money there. The roast for kids, like, did you start doing roast for kids on YouTube? <laughs> it's just throwing boogers at each other. Yeah. But it is this one's going to be really funny and it's uh, uh th- that one happens at the uh at uh, the high tone. Oh, great. I got to get yeah. that's that's that is awesome. The strip joker, what is that? That's the last thing on Saturday. Yeah, night. this is a body positivity uh show. Um basically it's a comedy show first. It, it is a comedy show. It is really funny, uh, fun to watch. But basically uh comedians are encouraged to come out in uh the least amount of clothing they are comfortable coming out in. Well, if they and get a laugh or they decide they would like, if they get a laugh, then they could take an article of clothing off. That is true. And it's completely their choice. But, um, yeah, they start dressed. and It's not like a striptease, burlesque striptease. It's just comics fighting to get out of their T-shirt. <laughs> and if you can imagine, uh, if you're willing to, to do that uh, you're, and you're a comedian, you're probably willing to take off more and more. Uh, and it gets pretty. It gets pretty funny. We don't violate any laws, in case the cops are listening. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> there is no true true nudity, but there is, uh, if you can imagine, burlesque style nudity. Okay, Except and, with comics. Who and love then, yes. Then it all ends with "Don't be afraid of the comedy event on Sunday, WrestleMania Sunday," and that's mm-hmm. when you guys are having. Yeah, one last showcase. Yeah, and then also Weisiger is such a cool sponsor for us they're gonna their doors are closed on sunday and they're gonna let the comics come in and watch uh wrestlemania on the big screen yeah so but don't be afraid actually if you if you are a wrestlemania fan and you want to make sure that you get there uh and watch your pre-show you're going to be able to watch your pre-show because uh, it will end before the pre-show starts so. whatever the pre-show has already started right wrestlemania right. <laughs> starts 20 minutes well actually I'm, I'm i'm wrong it starts it starts at five so you won't you'll miss you'll miss, you miss the pre-show, pre-show. but the actual uh, event. yeah you won't miss the actual event if you come to don't be afraid but you will still be able to see your uh your precious i mean my precious uh wrestlemania as well so. yeah we almost put don't be afraid of more of a normal comedy time and then then all the volunteers got upset because it's WrestleMania week. And the president got <laughs> upset uh, because he's like, "I'm not missing WrestleMania." And you're you're yeah, you're wrestling uh, shirts that you the theme this year is wrestling themed. It's very awesome. Uh, we, we talked about that during the wrestling hour a couple weeks ago. So MemphisComedyFestival.com. People can buy individual tickets. Yes, to Absolutely. events, but you can also buy passes. How much is it for a pass? Uh, forty-five dollars for the everything but pass. That is the uh, that's the pass that gets you into everything but the headliner show, and then sixty dollars gets you into everything and the headliner show. Oh, that's so your all access bucks packs. more. Yeah. Yes, um, and then it's a twenty-five dollar ticket for the uh, uh, for the headliner show. So if you are thinking about coming to the headliner show and then one other show, it is worth just buying that all access pass. I, I love this lineup this year. There's so much. There's something for everybody for sure. Like even the. The Harry Potter fans. I've got to get my Harry Potter fans out there. I got, we'll have to talk off air here, Katrina, and <laughs> um, and work something there because I, I the Harry Potter people uh, would love that. They're going to love that. Yes, it's going to be so much it's, fun. Character assassination always does a great job. They're really the, funny, but this, man, this festival good. every year gets gets built for me even more and more from the wrestling to to, <laughs> to, to, to Harry Potter. You look like all of it is there for me. All right, thanks y'all for coming to studio MemphisComedyFestival dot Check it out. Starts on Thursday next thanks for week. Us, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for being here. When we come back, it is time to talk wrestling on the radio. So stick around. You are listening to Sarita Live here on Sports Eighty Six at eighty seven seven FM.